Welcome to BlueMixo Podcast, where we unite authentic storytellers, creators, and individuals that make an impact globally in film, fashion, beauty, sports, music, and more. All right, Josh. So first, I just want to say thank you so much for being here today. We're all so excited to talk to you and hear about all your upcoming projects and what you've been up to. Um, but the first question I just want to ask is, how did you get started and kind of what was your journey like transitioning from theater to film? <laughs> Um, so that's for me in particular, that's a little bit of a two-parter question is because when I got started, I uh, generally just like really like to sing when I was a little kid. And, um, it was like, I kind of learned how to sing just by imitating. I'm sure most people do this just by imitating like my favorite artists. I remember my brother used to drag me in his car everywhere. And like, he would always just like blast like Usher, like the kind of earlier like confessions <laughs> album. So that was like. I really, really got into like that sort of avenue and my other yeah. brother, Michael Jackson. That's how I learned how to sing. But I didn't end up doing anything with it until I was in high school. I was actually like super into athletics initially. But then I kind of was losing interest in like football and, and stuff. Uh, and the musical was happening at the same time. So I was like, I'm going to try that out. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's kind of corny, but I started doing theater then and then you know, I auditioned for some theater colleges because I really, really liked it. And then I got a scholarship from Ithaca. So I ended up going there. And then from there, I got Hamilton. And then like after I graduated, I got Hamilton. And I toured for a couple years. And then basically the transition was just that. I mean, like I got an audition for West Side Story and then like I got a callback and then I got it, which is like totally crazy and that's the dream of, yeah yeah it, it was really it was really kind of a trial by fire to be honest I didn't I'd never done that before so it was a, it's a completely different muscle so um it was a huge 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 learning experience for me but it was very very fun I, I was fortunate enough to uh, book a pilot after that so I got to do it again under like different oh, nice. circumstances but yeah it's it's fascinating though that but that's how the transition happened yeah, that's awesome. So kind of going back, because uh, you did mention West Side Story, what, what has your experience been uh, playing Chino in Steven Spielberg's upcoming film and kind of the reimagining of the story of West Side Story? Well, unfortunately, now at this point, it's like, it's hard for me to remember specific anecdotes since it was now like two years ago. I was going to say, but yeah. <laughs> I'll say, I'll, I'll say that I, I, I remember initially, like I told you before, it was kind of a trial by fire experience, which I think ultimately ended up being like really great for me as like a human person and like kind of tempering my like how I learn new things as an individual. Um, I think what was fun with that was that Steven was like very trusting with his actors. And I think he really trusted like our instincts to do you know, what we were going to do with the text and with the character, which I really like in general. But at the time, because <laughs> it was my <laughs> first movie and anything and like the scale, you know, you can only imagine it's so huge. So I was like, I was like, can you can you just tell me what you <laughs> just yeah. told me what to do? But it was it was it ended up being like so amazing because I think I took that trust and eventually was able to build, you know, my arc the way that I saw it and and we we agreed on a lot of things which is really fantastic 
it turned out to be a super, super gratifying experience. And like I said, like a huge learning experience as well, doing that. I, I'm going to remember that forever. Like yeah. it, was, it was just incredible. There's just so yeah. much information packed into one experience, like I said. <laughs> I was going to say, because Spielberg is obviously just renowned for his craft. You know, he's like, amazing. Have, like, favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so. so the fact that he did direct, like, you know, half of your favorite movies, did you have any kind of expectations going into working with him? And did he, those expectations, were they met in reality? 100%. Can I tell you, I mean, um, like... I, I, I figured he was really nice. To, to preface this, he's an amazing mm -hmm. human being. Like, he's a great yeah. guy. I think that I had this image, like I said, first film, and like I was like, okay, this is Hollywood territory. <laughs> I had this like image in my brain of like the old Hollywood directors being like, think about your ex. Think about getting your heart broken. Okay, use it. You know, I was, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like a little bit, I, I was a part of me was kind of nervous that it was going to be that sort of process. That wasn't it at all. Um, you know, like, yeah, he was, he was, I think, uh, initially, like, very, very welcoming, and I think he could tell, like, who was nervous and stuff, he was super, super good at just kind of being like, I think we can do this, like, this is really, really exciting, you know, um, he brought in a bunch of people who, like, like professors from Puerto Rico and like professors of history and stuff like, like he did so much research to, you know, he wanted to make sure that everybody was approaching it sensitively and with authenticity and stuff like that. And um, he was super, super generous. Like, like I said, he trusted his actors a lot. And um, also like on my days off when I wasn't filming, he was like, he would let me like come back to set and just like kind of watch how he worked and like watch the playback footage and stuff like that. Yeah, which I don't know if is I don't know if it's usually allowed. I, yeah, but I didn't know any better, so I asked and he let me do it, which I thought was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I think like all in all, like I guess like part of me thought he would be so intense because he's this guy, you know, but. Um, no, he's just like a great dude who just loves to make movies and has a real mind for it. Yeah, no, that's amazing to hear. I think a lot of those big, you know, Hollywood people, we think that they're super intense and, you know, harsh, like kind of the stereotype that's in certain movies. But I'm I'm glad to hear that he's just a great guy. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Amazing. And then, so going back to kind of the narrative of West Side Story, um, what about the film's message were you especially drawn to? I mean, it's like obviously timeless kind of, you know, Romeo Juliet love story. <clears throat> and I am personally a real sucker for just like any sort of message that promotes like kind of the futility and uselessness of like hatred and ignorance, like how just like how just useless it is. And, you know, love conquers and all that. I think, you know, yeah, that's the that's the message I'd say the. I don't know if I'm using that word right. The futility of ignorance, right? Like it's it's worthless. It's a, it doesn't it yeah. doesn't there's it no doesn't need for hatred. Us. Yeah, it doesn't serve us, and it's something that so many hold on to. And I I mean that sucks. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> yeah. No, I think especially kind of in today's you know society and culture, I think that's a message that we really need, and that's really important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I'm curious, kind of going off of that, 
what do you hope people will take away from this film? Like, what do you want the lasting impact to be when they leave the theater? It sounds so corny when I say it out (laughs) loud, but love does prevail. I Mm -hmm. mean, I would hope that like, I think it sends a really strong message of like, you know, the barriers that we put up and kind of, uh, yeah, the sort of, the sort of ignorance that we cling on to um, as some sort of like defense mechanism or something, but it ends up causing so many problems. And I guess I would hope people take away like sort of a, how do I put it? Like a, just I guess a more empathetic outlook going out. There's a lot of nuance in kind of the arcs that a lot of the characters have. Mm-hmm. that I'm really, really excited to be able to share. And I think it imbues, it imbues a lot of the characters with, you know, kind of, it's, it's hard not to be empathetic towards everyone, which I think is really nice because you can see them not being empathetic towards each other. And then, you know, as an objective audience member, it's, it's kind of easy to take away that. Um, yeah, so I, w- I would hope that, I guess I kind of rambled, but I think- No, I no, that was perfect. It, yeah, no, it lets me know what I want to look for whenever I go see it in the theaters, because I'm just beyond excited. Um, <laughs> but um, kind of going back to just you, um, you know, whether it's your experience in the entertainment industry or just kind of your upbringing growing up, what is the best advice that you've been given? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big question. I, 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 so, so. <laughs> I always the first thing I think of, because I've been asked this before and I'm just like, Uh, don't chew with your mouth open Um, (laughs) (laughs) but then entertainment wise um I I mean this is like specific to me I don't know if I could say this to all actors but I remember I had an acting coach when I was in college that was like why do you hide behind your smile so much like I can't tell what you're feeling because like all you do is like smile no matter what you say Mm -hmm. and I was and I was realizing like Oh yeah, I guess like ever since I was a little kid, that's sort of been like how I just went about life. Like that was just sort of like this barrier that I put up was I would Mm -hmm. just really polite and mannered. But in that sense, I think it didn't serve me when I was actually trying to like get across a message or something like that. It, 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 I guess uh, if I was to condense like what that advice meant to me, it was sort of like, uh, don't be afraid to, say what you mean um Mm -hmm. especially in the context of like acting as an art form you have to in order to tell a compelling story um so any barriers that you put up uh you know they don't they don't really serve you um unless you're using them tactically to create a nuanced character with self-defense mechanisms that's a whole other thing i think in general (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i think in general um it's, uh, I think being in this industry has taught me a lot about like, uh, like what serves me in my personality and what I, what I value in myself and how I can either bring that to characters or just like be a, be the person I want to be. Um, I think like finding out as early as possible, what you like about yourself and, and what makes you special and, like kind of 
holding that dear because sometimes for people it's like something that like maybe others would make you feel like you're weird for but then I, mm-hmm. I feel like the only difference between like being weird and being cool is like if you think your weirdness is cool you know what I mean yeah yeah it's like the confidence like aspect of yeah. it too yeah right I think that's like one of the most important things that I've as some sort of domino effect from that smile comment I sort of <laughs> came to realize um, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's so amazing. I, I would say I'm also very guilty of like the resting smiling face. So I never mm-hmm. actually say what I'm thinking because I'm just like always happy. Um, yeah. But I think that's kind of great advice in terms of, you know, acting and also just how you go throughout life. And I'm glad that you're able to gain so much insight from that. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. And then um, so kind of going off of that, you know, like, you know, you not wanting to present a smile when you aren't feeling it and everything. Um, kind of what does authenticity mean to you? What is it like to be Josh and just true to himself? Yeah, I love that question. Cause I mean, like <laughs> I said, I think like, so I'm like a super nerd, right? Like I, I, I play a lot of video games and I like, I don't know. I just really like, n- like kind of niche, niche interests. Like I'm super into like, I don't know. Like last night I was like, went down a YouTube hole of like, like dinosaurs and like <laughs> like natural <laughs> history and stuff. I don't know. And like I think for I think for a really long time, um, I didn't I didn't really. It was like I like secretly liked all these things that I thought were really cool. But like, um, yeah. And I guess for a long time I thought that maybe like weird or nerdy or whatever. But then I I don't know. At some point. Also, you know, the whole singing choir boy thing and stuff like that, like, and I went to public school. So, you know, mm-hmm. everybody was pretty nice, but not everybody, everybody. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think I, I grew up with this outlook that maybe I was like, you know, not the coolest guy. At a certain point in my adulthood, though, I don't know if I just like stopped caring that much or whatever. But like, it's like I said, like, as soon as the things that I thought made me weird like I embraced that and I was like well I guess that's just me and uh you know that's just what it is I'm not gonna try to like try so hard to like pretend to be into the things that I'm not into just like so that I can be more palatable to everybody else I think uh once you start to embrace the things that you know make you different and the things that you like that not everybody likes it's like you know, I think that's what separates like authenticity. You know, that's what, as soon as you think the things that are, that you, that maybe other people think you, I'm trying to find a way to put this in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. As soon as the things you think make you weird, you embrace, then it makes you cool or something like that. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I know a, what you're saying. There's a sound bite in there. <laughs> I, I promise. <laughs> no, no, it, it definitely does make sense. Like once you start to view your passions and hobbies in a more positive light and you aren't, you know, ashamed of them or anything, or and you even, want to embrace them, it's better. Because yeah. I think I think there's the passions and hobbies aspect. And then there's also just like the quirks, like your mannerisms as a person, your disposition, your I don't know, the way that you navigate the world. There's all kinds of things. I think hobbies is just like an easy factor to point out, but like mm-hmm. you know, um yeah, like just just 
how you are, who you are as a person, like that's who you are. And that's like so great. I think the more unapologetically you can go about just being what that is. And like, obviously that leaves you room to like challenge yourself to, you know, learn and, and, and I don't know, be whatever it is that you consider to be a better version of yourself, but that's up to you. That's not up to anybody else. Like that's up to yeah. you. And I think we all have this image of like who our most spectacular final form is of ourselves. And I think we can all challenge ourselves to be that. Um, but in the meantime, I think practicing doing that is not judging yourself for who you are in the first mm -hmm. place. Yeah, I would call that's that amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's incredible here. And I think I definitely, that resonates with me as well. Um, just, you know, owning up to who you are, all aspects of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just really glad that you have that outlook and mindset and it seemed to kind of serve you well so far. But I do kind of want to think uh, into the future for our last question. Where do you see yourself headed, whether it's just career or anything outside of that as well? Kind of what does your future look like for you right now? Man, that... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that question always kind of stresses me out. I'm a very, uh, <laughs> I'm now like getting into a stage in my life where I'm like, oh man, I should really start to plan stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'd say in general, I don't know. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm really happy with like, I don't know. I love performing, but I'm also like keeping an open mind. Um, I've recently like started to really explore writing and music and stuff like that. I mean, so far I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm still out here grinding, doing auditions and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I want to keep going there, but I actually really just sort of want to spread myself thin talent wise. Like there's so many new things. And especially now that I have this coming out, like I feel like, it sort of feels like the sky's the limit, which, so it's hard for me to answer that question because I just sort of want to dip my toe in everything now. Yeah, well, uh, that's a perfect answer though. I think that's like a really great way to look at, you know, the things that are coming up. You just want to kind of try it all and just have a yeah. positive experience doing it. Really, I really hope I get the opportunity to. Um, yeah, I mean, shoot, I had another thing to say. Um, I can't remember, I lost it, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you're good. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, but that's um, amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just keeping an open mind and seeing how it all plays out. Um, and I'm very, very, very excited. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. The premiere is like around the corner. I'm, I'm. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh... I am absolutely. <laughs> you have no idea. I mean, like, because I'm excited and I'm nervous and I'm, I haven't felt yeah. so many condensed emotions about a thing <laughs> for, like, so long. Um, it's, I just, I can't wait. Well, I was going to say, the anticipation's definitely been building over the past, like, oh my like gosh, two years. Yeah. Remember when this was going to come out last year? Like, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure it's all just, like, building up to this point, but I'm so excited for you to be able to experience that premiere. Um, yeah. You know, I know it's been a long time coming. Um mm -hmm. So and I can't amazing. wait for you to see it. And I can't wait yeah, for everybody I'll, to see I'm it. beyond excited. I, All your friends, so, get everybody to come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, my family already has plans. We have a movie theater five minutes down the block. Um, so we will be there. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so exciting. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, I do think that's kind of all the questions that I had for you. Um, but okay. I'm just so grateful that we were able to discuss all of this. I've definitely already taken a lot away and I can't wait to take away even more positive messages uh, from West Side Story and seeing you. In yeah. that. So yeah. I'm just beyond excited for the future as you are as well. So yes, amazing. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. I enjoyed of talking. Course. Thank you for tuning in. You can find out more information about our podcast, magazine, and events at bluemexo.com.